It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. My Emerald Triangle Harvest Road Trip continues, and we're pulling back the red curtain with Nat Pennington and his daughter Hallie of Humboldt Seed Company that you met last week, and Siobhan Danger Darwish, a second-generation Humboldt cannabis farmer at Blessed Coast Farms. Siobhan is also the creator of Grow Sisters, representing women coming together as a community in support of high-quality, natural, medicinal cannabis, herbs, and food crops. Blessed Coast is properly named as they received the first-ever legal cannabis growing permit in the state of California following the passage of Prop 64. And they got to participate this growing season in a Fino mega hunt organized by the Humboldt Seed Company and Dark Heart Nursery. No matter if you're a seasoned gardener and natural grower of things, or a curious green thumb interested in getting started and have no idea what a pheno mega hunt even is, well, you're in luck. These Humboldt homies are talking to you. And don't worry, I'll share their links, videos, social handles, and recommendations in the show notes. So all you've got to do is settle in, get casually baked, and enjoy the chat. I got the bottle of wine. All right, I am on a Humboldt harvest road trip right now. I've been stopping at farms along the way, and I'm really excited to be sitting here at Blessed Coast Farm with Hallie, Siobhan, and Nat. Thank you guys so much for inviting me in and chatting with me. Nat, you are the founder of the Humboldt Seed Company. You're providing high-quality cannabis seeds all over California. How did, how did that happen? 
Well, I don't, I don't know if I ever had a moment where I said to myself, I'm going to start a seed company. It just kind of happened from having moments where I said to myself, well, I need to find a, a better way to grow this strain or I need to, you know, I want to mix a strain with another strain and have a new strain. And so as far as providing seeds across the state of California, that just happened really organically for us. And in 1999, I made my first cross and that was just a really simple, it was one of the local strains here. Uh, Salmon Creek Big Bud was what it was called. And we've all, I'm sure we've all smoked that. Anyways, ooh, that tastes good. Is that blueberry muffin? Okay, so this is this is so you know simple simple crosses like that um, with with genetics that came from out of these hills around us in Humboldt County. I mean, this place has probably one of the highest concentrations and and greatest wealths of cannabis genetics in the world. I would venture to say so. It wasn't hard back in those days to to come up with cool seeds and and do well like that. Um, and when I say do well, I just mean like provide something that people appreciated. And so, you know, after a few years, people would come back. Um, every winter, they'd come back, and a lot of the time, people would say, "Well, why aren't you charging? Why are you just giving these away?" and I would say because I don't feel like I'm putting enough work into it to really charge, and eventually I was. And <laughs> That's when you learn that it's a gift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so eventually I I certainly was putting a lot of effort into it, and you know it became kind of a a chore to deal with the amount of people that would come and and see me every year to get their seeds that I I finally kind of succumbed to the uh, charging for it thing and. That's technically pretty much when we became um, Humboldt Seed Company. And around that time, I kind of wondered, like, I wonder if there's a Humboldt Seed Company. I did a little Google search, and there wasn't. And I went into the county courthouse. And this was, like, well before <laughs> any any of the, like, Humboldt farms and Humboldt this. Or that. I mean, now there are, are, like, a million Humboldt something something companies. And uh I went in there and, and said, I'd like to start a business. I need a business license. And and is there a Humboldt Seed Company anywhere? Because if not, that's what I'd like to be. And and the woman looked through the records and the state of California, and there was none. And so I said, all right, well. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, so then you know, I have also I have a big background in fisheries biology and environmental work, and particularly focusing on rivers and we're very involved with the efforts to remove the dams in the Klamath. And I was in the settlement negotiations for that with the states and the feds and all this stuff. So um, for quite some time, I didn't have as much of an outward presence in the cannabis space because I was very involved with um, environmental work. And, you know, particularly we did a lot of stuff with indigenous peoples and indigenous people's rights and, just in general, salmon and rivers, which they kind of go together here nicely. And so working with um, people that I respected a lot and eventually now that a lot of that stuff is sort of just on its own and it's progressing nicely without me, I'm been able to focus all of my attention into 
breeding and and the seed company and and all that and and it's been great i really love it because it's uh obviously it's a new exciting space to be in you know that really just keeps me going and now you know we went from 1999 just experimenting with a couple different varieties and making crosses to these days we devote like our whole farm to this and several, you know, other farms as well. And really, you know, spend all of our time really in depth research with cannabis breeding and focus on that entirely. And it's, right. it's great to be able to, to say that and do that. And yeah. We've been I doing know. that for the last few years and, and it's been amazing working with blessed coast and the grossest. So this is one of your collaborative partners Yay! here. So yeah. Siobhan, you are the main cultivator at Blessed Coast Farms, I understand, and the producer of Grow Sisters. I am. Hello. Hi. I am Siobhan Danger Darwish, and Joanna, you are correct. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the cheat sheet. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Thanks for the visit. Yeah, no, I love it out here. It's amazing. You know, I learned about you on Instagram through your Grow Sisters um, channel, and I absolutely love everything you're about. Thanks. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they they like us on there. So so thanks guys. Yes. Uh, yeah, we we became silly popular on Instagram. <laughs> so here here yeah. we are. So you thanks, are officially an influencer. Yeah. Um officially an influencer. I I like innovator. Okay. Yeah, I prefer innovator. But I appreciate you know. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Nat and I have done a video. Speaking of, we also do a YouTube channel. So we're not just strictly Instagram. We love oh. Instagram. We're glad we're still one of the cannabis accounts that's still uh, rocking on Instagram. So thank you, Instagram. Whoop, whoop. Hey, everybody. Yep. Uh, but you can also find us on YouTube. And uh, Nat and I did an amazing video last year. Okay, I have uh, to check that out. One. Yeah, and so for season two, we got to dive into working directly with Nat with his seeds on our farm, Blessed Coast Farms, for the mega phenotype hunt. <laughs> yes, yes. I was yeah. excited to ask y'all about that. So yeah, well, tell me about the phenotype hunt. And, you know, I know you two collaborated on it. Who else did you collaborate with? Oh, gosh, it's the we had around 10 different um, farms and other organizations that we had uh, laboratory uh, orange photonics, which actually makes mobile um, cannabis analyzing liquid chromatographs so you can yeah, so I'm like, cool. do that in the field not ex- i'm not sure what that means but so it basically <laughs> you you get and so the people listening probably don't either so uh, yeah, yeah. You, but but you can find them on our instagram drop so okay do research yourself and uh nat please tell us more sorry to- so the um liquid chromatograph it's just like what they use in laboratories to do like a state license testing. It's, I mean, it's similar enough. This one's more portable, but really as far as accuracy goes, it's, it's pretty on point. It's, you know, the variance is probably similar to what you might see if you went from one lab to another. So what was your mission on this project? Finding the unicorn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did. So, Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when I started breeding, it was, you had to hide it a lot more. Um, and I always wondered, you know, if we had 
a lot of space. And if we could do this out in the open and if we could share information and mm-hmm. data and methodology yeah. with, uh, you know, academia with just far, from farm to farm and all that stuff, what would it be like? And, you know, and I, I'm like Shabon to talk more about how <laughs> um, like prop, 64 and how these new regulations in California and this, you know, recreational market has affected, um, like, you know, craft growers here in Humboldt County. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it hasn't uh, been great overall, I'd say probably, but we'll talk more about that later. But anyways, there's one thing that I saw that could be positive that, that has come out of that. Mm-hmm. And that would be like having scale and being able to look at different types of cannabis and breed cannabis and then analyze the different phenotypes, which is essentially the outward expression of, of plants mm-hmm. and chemotypes too, which is the chemical expression. So that's okay. like the THC level, the CBD level. Right. Where would terpene file fall in that? That's so, what I was going to ask. Yay! <laughs> Gross sister. That's a good question. I mean, terpenes technically when you when you look at them through analysis, like a chromatography or a lab analysis, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. it's the chemotype, but it's a phenotype when it's something that you're experiencing personally. So, what? so it can kind of be both. Um, awesome. But you know, the turpins I think for me are really one of the most important things about cannabis. And so when we breed that's honestly like we can go through and find, you know, plants that might be over like 30% THC, which is pretty outstanding. And, mm-hmm. and all of the different, um, you know, the THC is just one thing. Like if we're going to pick it, it's got to have the THC and really wonderful turpins too. So mm-hmm. turpins are, are really big in, yeah. our, in our book. They're Huge. big in my book too, Huge. as the end user. Yes. So yeah. thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you for doing your due diligence. That's that is what it's all about. That's so the mega hunt, the phenotype mega hunt really was looking through as many plants as we could possibly look through that were purposefully uh mixed genetics and would have what I call a phenotypic explosion. And um so Shabon, why don't you talk I about love that. So you- phenotopic explosion? <laughs> not, I feel like every time we hang out, you make up words. <laughs> this is incredible. Can we please? I'm so glad that it was documented. What was it last time? Well, our how we came together on the project was <laughs> serendipity. We call it seren- <laughs> serendipitous, but it was yeah. serendipitous. Yeah, it really okay. was. It I was, like that. It was really. It was. It was a true blessing um, to fall into getting to do this crop this year be a part of the phenotype hunt, you know? And I remember when you first came to me and you were like, "That, you know, hey, we're going to do this hunt next year. And I was like, nah, we really got hit by Prop 64 with the taxes and the acreage cap and, you know, small farmer. All the small farmers got a, a little blow, but we were taxed out, uh, my husband, my partner and I in, in Blessed Coast. And so through collaboration with Nat and um, Angel Investment, we were able to do this crop and be involved. And so it was just really exciting. And I, at first I was just like, yes, I want to do this with you. I always say yes to Nat because it always ends up cool. Yeah, that's great. I like having (laughs) friends like that. Exactly, exactly. And so uh, we did it and it was just one of the most, aside from the project, the garden itself just was like, it was magic. It was magic not only to my soul because I thought that we had lost my farm and that I was out, you know, but but 
but getting to experience the 16 different types and attitudes and growth stages and whatnot of all these different plants was just like it was comical and amazing and it really yeah. like put my love to the test of of being a maven of cannabis you uh -huh. know, for caring for the goddess and so it was just really a great experience to be a part of and then on top of it was all this added science and added experiences and and mind-blowing you know turns in educating yourself on on the project you know and like and, and on on all of it and all mm -hmm. of it and all of the facets of the cannabis industry and that's really what grow sisters and blessed coast want always has wanted to to be a part of you know and so alongside of doing the sister grow your own summer project which i was uh educating through small videos on youtube uh uh, you know, in encouraging people in the state of California and elsewhere that you can legally grow your own cannabis. To do that, I was also doing this huge garden of 650 plants that had uh -huh. all these different crazy, you know, phenotypes yeah. in it. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so thank you. It was incredible. And like, what a cool thing to do. And, you know, we here at Blessed Foot Coast, we found our unicorn. Mm -hmm. And having the ability to do that was so beyond valuable for this particular farm, for this, this terroir, you know, mm -hmm. the, the value in that ended up being huge. And well, I would have to remind your, myself what is, that. What is your unicorn? Uh, <laughs> our unicorn ends up being the blessed OG and it okay. was a Humboldt OG. And so we hope that, you know, Humboldt let's bless coast, you know, borrow the, borrow the name and <laughs> not willing. No, go it's, ahead. It's phenotype. Uh, we, you know, we, we just, it was funny. All, all three of us, Adrian and Nat were walking. We like looked, we like stopped. We were like going through, we we're looking at all of them. We look at this one and we're like, oh, that one kind of forgot to grow like a lot of leaves but the, 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 it was all bud it was just all bud and there was like no sickness no sign of anything on it and like throughout its finishing time it just stayed perfectly happy yeah you know nice. so I was like wow like usually I don't fucking like OG you're a finicky plant excuse the f-bomb on that one <laughs> uh, yeah but, no it's okay it's a podcast nice so yeah thank you yeah yeah uh, it's an honor to have your your seeds in our farm like what a cool thing what a true humble homie move you know yeah. speaking of that yeah. i want to know what this culture is like this humble culture among each farmer and like you know <laughs> tell me what you've done i know that has to do with the grow sisters all of it has to yeah. do with all of it yeah well i mean i have to say for example right here it's like this is a you know true humble homie scenario but it's also at the same time family because for me, Siobhan is like a big sister to me in the industry. Yes. And I'm obviously sitting here with my dad who has like introduced me to everything I know. But uh, it's also all been in like such a natural way where it is kind of a culture out here. And it plays into almost like every aspect of the regular lifestyle. It's like, you know, a part of what really keeps our county going. And yeah. uh I think that this year with legalization, that has been kind of put into picture a lot more because the whole aspect of it has shifted a lot of the businesses and uh, shifted a lot of the local economy and a lot yes, of the income, which has been uh, interesting to see personally. Mm -hmm. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let me introduce. <laughs> 
Holly, geez, Louise, you just got in there. I love it. I'm well, like, no, it's great. I mean, no, that's why no when we were talking, just bam. Well, she was introduced <laughs> no, earlier. Yeah, I mean, I like she's a, smart as a whip. So how do you compare the Humboldt culture to others in the Emerald Triangle? So Humboldt versus Mendocino. Ooh. Um, I mean, I would have to say that's kind of hard to compare to because sure. I don't really personally have too much of a perspective as to Mendocino County culture. So you don't have friends and but stuff. But I that would are say, not- I mean, I do, but it's it, you know, it seems like for the most part, um, a lot of the people who have been immersed in the culture here from the beginning and I've been doing the same things kind of have the same concept and similar lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And so, like when it comes down to it, I know that here out of, you know, most places I've been to in the world. It's- the Emerald Triangle is more comparable to other places in the, in California. Like, yeah. like it's more I of a triangle. Say it's so more, yeah. it's more unified mm-hmm. than it is just Humboldt County, I would definitely say, because compared like to, to anywhere else I've been, I have never personally been somewhere that has such a communal aspect to mm-hmm. it. And um, we have had to do everything. Everything really still feels like quite family out here. I know mm-hmm. personally, I don't think any of us could get by without having each other. For example, the phenome hunt that we were just discussing, that mm-hmm. was something that you really couldn't do without major collaboration. And that's yeah. something that like, as you know, someone in this industry who's always kind of grown up uh, not majorly publicizing things, like mm-hmm. seeing something like that, <laughs> that, uh, you know, was such a yeah. major collaboration. And we had access to like so many different farms and had so many gorgeous plants to yeah. look at. It was like yeah. a baffling experience, something yeah. that we never really could have honestly imagined, or at yeah. least I couldn't have really imagined doing. No, and so. that video is great. So I'll make sure and put that on the show notes at casuallybaked.com so everybody can check it out and see it in action. Yeah. yeah. And I think that in a way it really represents what the area and the Emerald Triangle and a whole is capable Community. of because it isn't mm-hmm. just humble, but you know, you don't really see that too many other places where people like are really, really looking to collaborate and give each other their knowledge and to gain what they can from each other. And I think it like it really shows that it takes a community. It does. And uh, I think that is something that Humboldt will always know how to do. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Mic drop. Bam. <laughs> but really but really don't drop it because it's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. well, I think uh, you know, just like my daughter was talking about, we do have to team up and everybody says that, but you really gotta put it into practice in and it may not just be like, oh, let's, you know, drive down to the convention together or like, I think it's important that we put stuff out there collaboratively into the media and educate. And, you know, so basically the other part of the serendipity um, that, that happened was just that, you know, Shabon having, you know, started grow sisters and that whole media, you know, and then, you know, here we are with Joanna and, on casually baked and so you know dreams dreams do come yes. true we are we're trying to Absolutely. raise the vibration of cannabis all over the land that's right <laughs> and and there's a lot of stigmas that need to be yeah shot down because they're just not they're just lies basically when it comes down to it by, so. by sharing who we are and what we've been doing behind the redwood curtain we're humanizing it yeah you know we're not cartel drug dealers we're not 
crazy redneck hippies. Okay, there's some, but yeah. we're not, right? And so, you know, to to continue to humanize it and be like, we are about the sciences and we're about educating and we're about second generations, third generations who, this is what we've done. This is the medication that we've believed in. And, you know, being able to share that is it's really beautiful. It's really amazing. You know, it's funny. Hallie and I work together often here on the farm and like, I'll be like, we'll be talking, you know, it's, I'm coming from a second generation and you're second, but 10 years younger than me generation. So it's like, this crazy because the industry's moved so quickly, you know, and she's absolutely right. Like we, we as a community have had to do things by ourselves. We have had to, to continue to share knowledge or, or not, you know, and like, now it's our time to be able to do so. And well, and to have platforms that allow you thanks, the guys. access. Thanks, yeah. Instagram, YouTube, websites, <laughs> thanks, social. So yeah. so Grow Sisters, like what made you really put that into action? Well, uh, so we received the first permit here on Bless Coast Farm in 2017. <laughs> um, that's really a, in the state of California. She she always says in Humble, but I mean, it's my understanding <laughs> that humble. humble was the first oh, ordinance. So yes, really, you. you're the first in the state. <laughs> what? Yeah, yes. this what? farm right here. Thank wow. You. And that okay. was huge, huge, huge uh, honor and a huge uh, accomplishment and, you know, a family legacy for myself and, and for my partner, who is also a second generation cannabis farmer out of Oregon. Um you know, big, big ties to, to this general, you know, through, through our, through our lives. I'm going to cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. But yeah. So pulling it back together, what was I talking about? First permit to why did I, okay. So first year we were scared shitless. I'll be honest. Our heads were on the chopping block. It was, it was very nerve wracking, um, you know, and, and we just didn't really say anything. We just kind of grew our crop, did our thing. Second year, um, I, my husband and I were like, man, we, we need to, advertise or something something else needs to happen but we had no funds towards marketing it was just not going to happen and so I decided to start filming my sister Sloan Reed and I doing SOPs which are standard operations of procedure which was a new thing to this kid because I came Mm -hmm. from somewhere where I didn't have to do those (laughs) so anyway so I'm doing them and I'm like man this would be so much easier if we were just filming it and we filmed one and it was just like so funny and silly and I was like we have to do these and so we launched season one and it was silly and fun and check them out they're way too long I apologize I didn't learn that I couldn't hold attention for like whatever but the one we did is amazing it's got my most views Um, so yeah so we launched Grow Sisters and it was fun and you know it was silly and we got to meet a bunch of people and really it blew my mind because I was able to talk to a, a huge level about who I was and it lifted the weight of I carried a secrecy, you know, that you never talked about what dad did. You never talked about what you did when you were dating. You never like told them, oh, I have a six lighter or whatever. You never did these things, you know. And so here here we were on 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 the worldwide National Geographic and Instagram and like blowing, you know. And so so year two, uh, because of Prop 64, back to to the full circle on that one, back to, you know, the issues with 64 that maybe need to be revised. (laughs) 
Um, uh, Sloan, my sister, couldn't work on the farm because she wasn't 21. And so uh, no big deal. I launched Grow Sisters uh, Season 2, Grow Your Own Summer Project. So if you have questions about growing, if you want to grow your own, you can follow my silly videos. If you have any questions or thoughts or comments, you want to see a video, tell me one. I'll freaking try to come up with it next year. I don't know. So um, yeah, it's just been this silly, fun thing that I've got to do. And I just love sharing it. And I love you know, being out in the world and having people stop me and be like, you're, you're that one girl. And then they tell me their cannabis story, you know, yeah. and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, what a cool thing, you know, I never got to talk about that before. I would always lie and say that I was like a horse trainer and my husband was a contractor, you know, and so now we are who we are and it's beautiful mm-hmm. and it's really, it's, it's freeing. And I think that that should live as a representation for how, you know, we all are starting to feel about it, like lifting that weight and just recognizing it for the the medication that it is. And, you know, I'm not making millions of dollars. I'm not, my farm's not even really going to make money. I'm doing this because it's a medication and I love it. I love it. I believe in it. I work another job. My husband works another job so that we can keep this going. That is the, that is the truth about what is going on in Humboldt County. Yeah. Yeah. Preach. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Yes. No. And that's why I started the podcast because I'm, I'm writing a cannabis lifestyle column and I'm like, I need a bigger megaphone. Yeah. More people need to hear this. More people need to understand more people need to feel like they can come out of the cannabis closet and join us. And so I wanted to give people a platform to be able to do that. I'm happy to know the story behind Grow Sisters. Like that just Yay. gives me chill bumps on my arms. <laughs> Thank I love you. It. Well, thank you for giving us a voice, you know, because it doesn't matter how many times you tell the the story or if I write it in articles or I'm asked in press or anything, you know, and I, I love sharing it and I love putting it out there. But, you know, the, the honest truth is, is it's just a, an art piece that became and I love sharing. And thank you for you doing your art piece and continuing with it. And thank you for doing your craft, Nat. You know, it's important. Carrying on that legacy is important and, you know, for having in whatever you do, whether it's cannabis or not, like that thing that just drives you and makes you feel like your whole self, you have to do more of that. The world needs you to do more of that. Cause if you're doing more of that, then you're not fighting with your neighbor or fighting (laughs) with, you know, the politician across the aisle. If everybody could just like do themselves and be joyful, we would have a hell of a lot less problems in the world. That is true. So you had mentioned using cannabis as a way to get people more involved in nature. And so (laughs) I like this idea of using cannabis as a gateway grow to reconnect people with nature and gardening. I want you to take a couple of minutes and inspire people to want to do a home grow. And now we know that they have videos that they can go (laughs) to guide them. So inspire us. Yep. Check out the Grow Sisters uh, training videos, so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) They're fun. They're good. Uh, It's not a boring training video. It's edutainment. Edutainment. I love that. (laughs) So I guess that sort of analogy or... I've been a farm, like a big gardener and always wanted to, you know, have the best slicer tomatoes that I could grow and be able to go just walk out into the yard and, and pick a nice salad for dinner or whatever, stuff like that. So that's just been a part of, of my world ever since, you know, and my daughter, what you just planted a whole 
giant corn crop this year that that was yes i did that was was pretty exciting huge (laughs) you guys every time i've gone to your farm you've had something huge going on i think last year it was garlic you had like oh we do we do the garlic every year i have to say it's like pretty consistently well planned out there because we can cycle out almost all of our crops in every garden so there's wow, always cool. pretty much yeah. something to eat <laughs> which she, i love about going out she there makes these awesome, anytime uh, i'm out there getting to work it's like you know you could always wander somewhere on the property and pick your own snacks so right. <laughs> that's always a win for me because i'm always hungry <laughs> well that's true and, and the corn thing started because i was like now what how am i gonna feed all these damn trimmers in the fall <laughs> right <laughs> Like, it always right, helps well, I, with that too. If I plant like a tenth of an acre in corn, then that'll be lots of extra dinner sides. Well, and <laughs> yeah. this all makes sense now because when we arrived at the restaurant earlier, the food was ready and waiting for us. So I didn't realize like, <laughs> how hungry she gets. Right. No, Personal yeah. assistant. I think he, he might have noticed <laughs> I, I was a little grumpy on the car ride or something because suddenly <laughs> he was making to-go orders saying we were going to arrive in five no, minutes and it should be ready. That's just part of Nat doing so much. Like I have never witnessed. He's like, like I'll talk to him for like a second. We'll like check in. And he's like, all the stuff that he's been up to. And like, I'm just going, you know, that's just efficiency. That's like call in, boom, bam. Like, and especially, you know, with the distances that you travel in Humboldt sometimes. And like, we're, we're, we're running small businesses here. Like, you know, it's, it's time is precious. Yeah. Yeah. So Humboldt's as big as a lot of states. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Just about. Yeah. And you're pretty much all over the place. I do. I I make it through Humboldt, back and forth, all over Humboldt a lot. In a week, I usually see half the county. But, anyways, back to that whole thing about, you know, (laughs) with our cannabis seeds, you know, I don't know. I've seen so many people, let's just say, you know, my daughter's friends or people that are younger, especially that, you know, it's not that cool to, you know, grow your own food or do like backyard gardening or whatever until you are growing weed in your yeah. yard. And then my, it's super cool. My good friend this year, actually, she planted one of your seeds in her backyard with some flowers this year. Nice. And the, I thing, saw that. the thing ended up mm-hmm. like seven feet tall awesome. at least, <laughs> I maybe eight. And yeah. it was crazy because this is like in the Arcata bottoms, but yeah. I went and checked it out and there's like no mold on it. Nice. It looked great. She they had, knows, they had sprayed so it once or right twice, now, but you know, <laughs> it looked great. And I was, I was honestly super stoked <laughs> to see that. I was like, yeah. wow, this, you is, know, I, this I think is what I want to be seeing. You know, I have to give your, your generation some credit though, because we're seeing a big farm to table movement. We're seeing people educating themselves on their farmers where, you know, people are asking questions. What is in my weed, you know? And man, like that's a real thing. People yeah. want to know, you know? And so where is it coming from? Who is your farmer? All of these things are right at your fingertips now. Like that's awesome. That's so cool that she put one seed in. She was inspired to go and be like, what does this do? Oh my gosh. Hey, you're a giant. (laughs) I didn't expect that. And I, you know, that's. Well, and you know, you think about it. How many trips to the dispensary do you think that saved her? I know. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Truth. Yeah. So expensive. I mean, hell, that's why I made this road trip. (laughs) We're all like in college. None of us are super wealthy. So it's like, you know, what one seed can do. It's, it's really great. Cause exactly. And so that's the thing is I, I kind of see that people are going to want to try growing their own cannabis and, you know, maybe it'll be a gateway plant and then more and more people in the world will start growing their own 
vegetables and yes. like lettuce and tomatoes and yes. freaking whatever Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. Make yourself a goddamn BLT. Yes. Be healthy, you know, get out and, and get outdoors too. It, it, it's not just the, the healthy side of it. It's financially. Financially, you know, we're, we are, it is our economy at large, not just yeah. speaking of humble, but like, you know, things are happening and to educate yourself on the simple growing and, and produce for yourself is huge. I think we're going to see a lot more. I mean, I hope, you know, but. Well, and I know we're in a bubble here in California because most of my family is in Texas or Tennessee. And so I do feel all of those things here. And I do see the young people that are opting to be farmers and ranchers over going to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're not perfect out here in Humboldt County, but we definitely do know how to take care of each other and take care of our, ourselves and be a little bit more self-sufficient, I think. Um, just well, you we have, have to be. Yeah. 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 Shit. Exactly. Absolutely. I was so. like, where are they fucking taking me? <laughs> hey, at least we didn't blindfold you. No, I, I totally, I like made, the, I made a wrong turn on Avenue of the Giants. So I had told Get Joanna, around. I was like, let's meet, we'll meet a little early because she hadn't spent too much time in the Redwoods. I was like, let's go you know, we'll drive the the back road to get to Shabans to get to West Coast Farms. And then I took a right instead of a left on the back road. And next thing I knew, I was like, all right, we're just going to beeline it straight up here. Like, <laughs> well, we got to see some pretty big redwoods, though, yes, didn't we? Yes, we did. It was we awesome. did. And even nice. just the driving on the 101 to, to be able Absolutely. to, like, look all uh, around you and you're just completely yeah. surrounded. I mean, it's just... And there's a lot of really darling stops in between, you know, just the Bay and Humboldt. I mean, the, the, there's dispensaries, there's food, there's coffee. I mean, I can't... I know whoever follows my personal Instagram is totally laughing right now because it's the only thing I ever story about is the freaking coffee <laughs> and how beautiful the 101 is but but we are we're very fortunate you know and it is a bit of a gap but that gap is gorgeous and you and know I will say leaving San Francisco or Oakland that drive oh, the it's therapeutic yeah. like I just needed to be out here so the fact that you're driving long stretches and not seeing civilization I'm like thank god like I just needed a break you know I think it would be an excellent long weekend trip for someone to come out here and just explore and experience humble. Yeah, absolutely. I consider it meditation. I get in my car and I'm like, five hours, here we go, baby. Going home. Going home. Well, now you'll have casually baked the podcast and love Mary Jane and meditation. Yes, I like it. <laughs> you're you're good. I was almost going, that was good. Good plug. I like that. I have a lot to learn from you. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, podcast like crazy. Books on yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh, there's lots to do out here in Humboldt County. I oh. mean, the funny thing is, is where I live in Humboldt is even way more rural than we are here. And people say to me a lot, they're like, well, you know, there's not a lot to do out there, I imagine. And oh. I mean, I can't think of a second of my childhood that I wasn't extremely entertained, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my daughter grew up out there and, and people will say like, well, what do you do out there? And I'm, Well, I'll tell you this, when I come to the city, I mean, if you call Eureka a city, but you know, <laughs> when town. I come out to town yeah. and there's a lot, like I come out to town to relax and do nothing and I go to my community, this rural area to just be busy and involved with everything. Cause it, there's so much going on. There's a lot of 
just events like fundraisers and benefits and parties. I mean, every party yeah. ends up being a benefit somehow. Just trying to be involved <laughs> in the community. Just, yeah, yeah, it's like I never get a break. I'm always- Surfing, rafting, yeah. hiking, biking, horseback riding, horseback riding on the beach, horseback riding in the rivers, horseback riding, excuse me. Horseback- <laughs> Let me just talk about horses. <laughs> you like horses? Humboldt County is your heaven. Truly though, there is so much. I mean, we, Nat took us rafting, you know, and showed us the salmon and educated us on all of that that's happening and like, what an incredible, incredible place on earth we live in. And, you know, of course my farmer brain has to just automatically take it back. Uh, we were talking about cannabis and nature. I guess this is what all of this kind of spurred, but the terroirs here are pristine for cannabis, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And so getting to come up and be around all these big trees and the moisture and the heat of the sun and the, you know, Humboldt is special. It's mm-hmm. a special, special location on this earth. You can feel it. You definitely feel that energy. Well, thank you for sharing Humboldt with me. Is there any kind of final thing you guys want to leave us with? I'll make sure I put in the show notes where you can find everyone, websites, links, social handles, all that good stuff. But well, I'd say, you know, keep checking out uh, the Grow Sisters. They always have a pretty good, you, good bead on what's happening up here in Humboldt. <laughs> you know, when it comes to finding us, we're predominantly a seed company. We also breed clone, clone genetics as well. So we've okay. got a bunch of nurseries all over the state that, that will have our clone genetics available. So you yes, ought to be able to go nice. into all, just about any dispensary nice. that sells clones and find something that we bred. But yeah, like Dark Heart Nurseries, one that's pretty statewide. Okay. And up here, Hendrix Nurseries, local up here. You know, it's just been a blast working with Blessed Coast Farms and Shabon and this this Mega Hunt project. We looked at 10,000 plants this year and picked literally the best 0.5%. So, you know, essentially trying to narrow it way, way down so that we were only breeding and working with the you know, highly selected. Yeah, the best of the best. <laughs> and that is something that we could only really do in this framework that 64 brought about. So to circle back around, while it's been hard for the original cannabis community to mm-hmm. to deal with this super kind of commercialized environment that we're sort of facing down the barrel of, you know, we're trying to use our, our innovative spirits to you know, keep kicking ass here yeah. in Humboldt County and well, keep like, elevating it. like we've been doing for forever. forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we got this. Yeah. yeah so we do have it. I mean, it's going to be tough because it's like once this, you know, once there's tractors out there doing the harvest instead of, you know, all this, our trim workers, you know, doing it by hand and giving it that really the careful touch, then, you know, that's going to be the tractor weed is going to be probably a little cheaper than the real weed. Yeah, for that it. makes me sad. Just totally makes me sad. Yeah. Well, well, don't let it make you sad. Just let it let it uh, be a pivot point for you to just continue helping us educate people on the tractor weed versus craft cannabis from Humboldt County from Trinity from Garberville. You know right. th- yeah. that type of that type of stuff. Yeah. And so you know there there's. Uh, it is. It is quite scary to think of that type of farming happening in cannabis. However, it, 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 we were scared of legalization. Let's not be scared. Well, let's yes, just embrace fear it. Is, and it, let's just continue to continue talk yeah. about what we're doing here. It's been working this long. You know, as, as a craft farmer, I'm really excited um, to have done the hunt with you because now 
next season, we're going to be able to grow those seeds here or those clones here because now we have all of that. And so, you know, that's really an honor and really a cool thing. And so as far as Blessed Coast Farms, we're just stoked to launch into that. We're still a small family farm, still kicking it, still doing craft. Uh, Grow Sisters is going to keep talking about it. Lots, lots going on for season three. We're really excited. Um, Also, you're going to be able to find our flower soon in select dispensaries throughout the state so keep your eyes out for blessed coast by the grow sisters yeah um so yeah we keep on trucking we keep on you know educating innovating winning we're excited and we hope that we you know are able to keep doing this for a long time right on well thank you for letting me interrupt your daily harvest (laughs) back to the grind that's right (laughs) now back to work folks we love you guys thanks Humboldt Seed Company, Grow Sisters, and Blessed Coast Farms are proof positive that teamwork makes the dream work in the Emerald Triangle. Have Nat, Shabon, and Hallie inspired you to connect more with nature by trying your hand at growing? Be it cannabis or the best damn veggie garden in the neighborhood, it doesn't matter. Just get outside, put your hands in the dirt. And if you have no idea what you're doing or where to start, that's okay. Both Humboldt Seed Company and Grow Sisters have YouTube channels chock full of good information, great visuals, and a healthy dose of inspiration. Tune into the Sister Grow Your Own video series from the Grow Sisters for show and tell growing lessons. And if you haven't listened to Podcast 3 and Podcast 49 on indoor growing, they'll help fill in the gaps on seeding, light considerations, and the vegetative state along with detailed shopping lists to get started without a big financial commitment. You'll find links to all of this, plus where to purchase seeds from the Humboldt Seed Company, and more on the Grow Sisters in the show notes at casuallybaked.com. If you learned something and want to inspire a friend or family member to grow something with you, I hope you'll share this episode with them. If you end up growing dank medicine from what you've learned, I hope you'll keep in touch and share your experience with us. If you want to connect on social, I'm at Casually Baked. Siobhan is at grow.sisters. And Nat and Hallie are at the Humboldt Seed Company. And that's Humboldt, H-U-M-B-O-L-D-T. Be sure to subscribe to Casually Baked, the podcast for your weekly dose of can of confidence. And if you're feeling generous, rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts to help keep our honest representation of the modern cannabis culture front and center. Thank you in advance for Puff Puff passing it on. We Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, have you checked out my latest creation?
the Love Mary Jane podcast? If you haven't, I encourage you to give her a listen. It's entertaining big talk and advice about all kinds of relationships and sticky situations in the modern cannabis culture. And she might make you blush a little bit, so definitely don't listen around the kids. Get acquainted at lovemaryjane.net. Subscribe on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio Public, and most other platforms you might be surfing at the moment. All right, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network.